Hey everybody, this is Alf speaking. Welcome back to the Macro Compass. Clinton's political advisor Carville in 1998 said, I used to think that if there was reincarnation, I wanted to come back as the president or the pope. But now I would like to come back as the bond market. You can literally intimidate everybody. Now that was when uh, in 1998, treasury yields had dropped back to 4% after having gone as high as 8% in response to increasing U.S. fiscal deficits. The Clinton administration had to make an effort to reduce deficit spending and actually bring down yields to around 4%. Exactly around that time, Clinton's political advisor, Carville, made the public statement that I just read above. I would like to actually correct or enhance this statement by saying that if the bond market can intimidate everybody, it's actually yield curve inversions that can terrify entire economies and financial markets. And mind you, I think the yield curve will invert. In this article, I will explain why, what curve to look at, and why should you really care about yield curve inversion. So the yield curve will invert. That's the first takeaway I would like you to have from this article. I think that will happen because. Um, the macro environment is already in a, in a slowdown. We have a slowdown of, of the impulse of economic growth already going on since summer last year. Um, we have Chair Powell that did absolutely nothing to remove the most hawkish Fed tail risks that there are out there. So for instance, a 50 basis point hike in March or hiking at every single meeting this year, despite the slowdown in economic data, which is more evident even than before. And that means that the distribution of probabilities of Federal Reserve action in 2022 have now not only shifted to a more hawkish um, model case, but also they have a fatter right tail compared to the end of 2021. The market is indeed pricing a cumulative 30% chance that the Fed will like six or more times in 2022. And when the Federal Reserve hikes in an aggressive way during an environment where the economic growth impulse is already slowing down, the curve tends to invert. But what curve are we talking about? We're talking about the OIS curve, overnight index swaps. The reason why I do not look at treasury yield curves as most financial commentators do is because bond yields, treasury yields included, actually are the sum of swap yields and credit spreads. And swap yields basically reflect for interest rate risk and credit spreads ref uh, reflect for credit risk. And a common mistake is to include the credit spread component in the assessment of yield curve slopes while it unnecessarily pollute, pollutes the analysis. Our focus instead should be on what market participants expect for the short-term and long-term path of the purest form of risk-free rates instrument, which is the federal funds rates, and to approximate that over time we can use a, a much better measure, which is OIS or overnight index swaps rather than treasury yields. If I look at the spread of the five-year swaps and third-year OIS swaps, I look at a, at a slope that is only positive by 16 basis points today, 1.6, compared to the still relatively robust 46 basis point healthy buffer in 530s treasury yields. So the correct measure without overlaying unnecessary credit spreads is only at 16 basis points. I am here advocating that this spread will go to zero and probably negative for the reasons I've elaborated. Now, 
why would you care about this spread going negative? It's very well known that uh, the curve slope is a pretty good recession indicator, and I would um, or a recession predictor. And I would argue that an inverted yield curve not only predicts future economic slowdowns, but it actually contributes to the slowdown. And that is because when an yield curve inverts, the marginal cost of refinancing and accessing new credit over the short term increases, and often it also breaches the equilibrium levels that are required for the entire system, this over-leveraged system to keep afloat. So as you increase the hurdle for the private sector to access credit, while the economy is already slowing down and long-term growth prospects are poor, the already very leveraged private sector just looks at more expensive borrowing costs and might even think of deleveraging. That actually uh, gives birth to a vicious cycle that unfolds because you basically restrict access to credit market in an already slowing and poor long-term growth environment. The private sector becomes more defensive, invests less, consumes less, and that compounds an already ongoing cyclical slowdown giving birth to a vicious circle. So an inverted yield curve doesn't only predict slowdowns, it often contributes to them. And mind you, the yield curve is about to invert. Thanks again for listening to the Macro Compass and reading the newsletter. I'll talk to you next Monday.